When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Nope. Was totally planning on doing it today. Today's yeah. the day. You only have six hours, one minute, and 20 seconds, 19, 18, to get your bracket in, babe. It shouldn't take us that long, I hope. I'm going to do mine right now, too. Mine's been sitting on the printer since yesterday. Oh, I think I left it there. (laughs) I didn't realize that was yours. That's the order of our work day, ladies and gentlemen. I know. Tim and I both have on our NKU shirts. We're doing a little Norse up today. They play tonight. Probably going to go around 9.20 p.m. For a win. Versus Houston. Ooh, it's going to be hard, but I think maybe we do it. Wouldn't that be the upset of the tournament, wouldn't it? It's only happened (laughs) one other time in life. So let's go, Norse. All right. Coming up. Uh, let's see. Ryan Reynolds has got a huge payday coming up. That's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Meryl Streep is playing a whale. Oh, good. And Ed Sheeran has an uplifting, fun, upbeat song coming out. Sweet. Not like really. an animal whale? Oh, no. <laughs> Another wedding song? <laughs> Not oh, really. See, look at me taking things at face value again. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. First E News of the Day is coming up next, but first, let's check the roads. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. That story as well, but first let's begin this hour's e-news with Ryan Reynolds this morning. Man, he made a good business decision not long ago when he decided to become the co-owner of Mint Mobile. He is yeah. a smart business business dude. Like he, he seems, does. Doesn't he have a liquor too? He has that aviation gin right. yeah, that he yeah. does. He also is part owner in a uh, soccer team, a football team, and he's cute and he's funny and all of it and loaded and totally loaded. Because now, is Mint Mobile? Hold on one second. I'm just curious if Mint Mobile is considered like a discount carrier, like Cricket. It I is. It was. Yeah. Was they, it? So it was offered here. We used to have a couple of influencer campaigns in the building that were dedicated to Mint, to Mint Mobile. Mobile. Hmm. Oh, so Ryan Reynolds has paid you. I mean, not me, <laughs> but there. I don't think it was on Q and too. But I know Holly down the hall had a Mint Mobile influencer campaign. Gotcha. Hmm. So anyway, this company, Mint Mobile, <laughs> T-Mobile is buying it for $1.35 billion. I mean. So, so let's just, do the math. They bought Sprint and then they bought Mint Mobile. So now another monopoly. So what is the what is the math on that, Jen? <laughs> well, $1.35 billion. He is a 25% stakeholder in Mint Mobile. So he's getting a fourth of that. Do which, the math. Yeah, yeah, which is a little over $400 million. Good for him. I know, right? Right. Wow. Um, And he didn't have to do any stunts for it. Not a one. Not a one. He said, we're so happy T-Mobile beat out an aggressive last-minute bid from my mom. And if for some reason you love Ryan's Mint Mobile commercials, don't worry. He's staying on as a spokesman. But, um, yep, selling it. Wow. One billion dollars. Congratulations. But, you know, he's going to have to pay taxes on that. You know, when you make $400 million in one transaction. Oh, yeah. That you're going to lose at least half of that to the government. Well, thanks for bringing Ryan back to earth on that one. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Coming up, want to see Meryl Streep play a talking whale? <laughs> 
two rush. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...fighter just collided with a U.S. surveillance drone and sent it crashing into the Black Sea. Yeah, the damage would have been a lot worse, but luckily on its way down, the drone bounced off a bunch of Chinese spy balloons. <laughs> Taco Bell has announced that next month they'll remove the quesarito from its menu in order to bring back two popular items, napkins and the bathroom code. <laughs> Due to high-budget concerns, Netflix is no longer moving forward with Nancy Meyer's $130 million romantic comedy. But I know what's going to happen. Any minute now, Netflix is going to realize they messed up and run to catch Nancy Meyer's at the airport. Hold the doors! Hold the doors! Nancy! I've made the biggest mistake of my life. In the new Apple TV series, Extrapolations, Meryl Streep is taking on her biggest role yet. And she's had a lot of big roles. Yeah. She's going to play a talking humpback whale. Now, Meryl Streep is pretty selective about the roles she picks, right? So this one must be really intense. Is this something similar to the Brendan Fraser thing? Or is it no. like Dory from She's the Finding voice Nemo, of the whale, where she's right? Like, Extrapolations is an eight-episode series about the cataclysmic effects of climate change. And in the first episode, she plays the last humpback whale on Earth. Oh, wow. Uh, and wow. she is informed of this tragic fact by a scientist played by Sienna Miller, who can communicate with her. This is this. I don't want to watch this. This will make me cry. I was just thinking. I could tell yeah. you, it'll be very sad. Uh, and the way that she communicates with the whale, apparently, the whale, or at least its consciousness, is actually Sienna's character's mother. Oh wow! Yeah, here's a scene from the show. It is possible that one day there will be more of you. When it will take time, more time than either you or I have. But what you have told me, what we have said to each other, that will feed more new ones. And how will it be different next time? Oh, wow, that's going to be... Heavy. That is going to be heavy. Sign me up. (laughs) It's just so hard to watch all of it, you know? Oh, yeah. It's just... Well, it's designed to do that to you, Jen. Heart-wrenching. Can't watch it all. Yep. So true. Well, here's another movie that's getting made. Jack Black and the Fairley Brothers have a Christmas comedy in the works called Dear Santa. Oh. But (laughs) it's about a kid who writes a letter to Santa, but he accidentally sends it to Satan instead. Oh, no. Because, you know, the spelling is really just not that many words. A flip of uh, two letters. (laughs) So does Satan make any of the... uh, Wishes come true? Oh, I would guess probably. No word on who Jack is playing. It's also going to star Keegan-Michael Key and Brianne Howie from Ginny and Georgia. Jack recently teased the movie on social media with a few, a few photos of himself with Christmas decorations. But, you know, it's the Farrelly brothers who did Dumb and Dumber and Shallow Hal, and there's something about Mary. So it's probably going to have a little bit of, of that flavor. Oh, it. yeah. Anyway, it's going to be... You know, ridiculous and <laughs> right. And Jack Black's in it. It's probably going to be funny. He does a good job. He's somebody that I feel like always usually wins when he picks roles or writes stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I usually find him very funny. Yeah. Ed Sheeran will release the first single from his upcoming album, Subtract, next Friday. The song is called Eyes Closed, and it's about the death of his friend Jamal Edwards due to cardiac arrest from recreational drug use. Ed says the song is about losing someone, feeling like every time you go out and you expect to just bump into them and everything just reminds you of them and the things you did together. 
you, you sort of have to take yourself out of reality sometimes to numb the pain of loss, but certain things just bring you right back into it. Uh, he adds, blue was Jamal's color, but now is all I feel. I guess music helps heal, so I'm dancing with my eyes closed to get through it. Oh, wow. So I wonder if that one will be a hit or if it'll be one of those that's such a big bummer that people don't like it. Because oh. I know he released another song about talking to... Uh, it, grief. Yeah, it was about grief. And I remember it being a beautiful song, but I couldn't listen to it. Because it just it just hit a little too close to home at the time. It wrecked you a little right. bit. It wrecked me. And it, was, it would be not something I would want to be, you know, driving down the road, listening to the radio for an escape. Not the song I would want to come on. Yeah. Or maybe it won't be necessarily a mainstream radio hit, but... People will use it, you know, when they lose someone. At funerals. Yeah, yeah like it'll like, speak to people in that sense. You know yeah. how people put together those photo collages on like a PowerPoint? Yep. Right. That's going to be the background. Yeah. My, you know, my mother didn't have a will or anything, and she didn't go into a whole lot of detail about her wishes after she passed. Mm-hmm. But a couple of things that she did say that stuck with us, and evidently she shared this with my sisters and my aunt as well, so it helped that we were all on the same page, was she wanted her favorite hymns played at her funeral. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I knew what they were because she had a record collection of, like, the old George Beverly Shea classics that I yeah. can call from and include. And and she said she didn't want to be cremated. She wanted to be buried. Those, mm-hmm. those were the, the, only, all you knew. the only two instructions we had that we all... We're aware of and agreed on, so. My aunt was the the total opposite. She was like, do not sing Amazing Grace at my funeral. That's what my mom has (laughs) said. I mean, she has like. I don't want to hear any of them songs that make everyone cry. Play some good ones. She had lung cancer, and she was very specific. Like, I know that my time is coming to an end, and this is what is not going to happen. She listed out (laughs) several tunes. Kind of like you did with the baby shower. Yes. Your family's into telling everybody what they cannot do. Exactly. (laughs) This is what I want. It's just you granting our wishes. Yeah. Outside of those lines, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. My niece was like, well, can I sing a song? Uh, Sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. My sister was like, can I do a reading? She didn't say you couldn't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, cousin is getting married this weekend, and I was talking to my special needs nephew, Zachary, last night, who has decided that he is going to sing Randy Travis's Forever and Ever Amen after the ceremony. Oh, that's wonderful. So if he really goes through with that, we'll I, some video. I will 100% have a video for Thank you. I hope he will. I hope he does, oh, too. Oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is hard to believe. Here, it's been three years, like right around this time in March, three years ago, when we were just gearing up for lockdown. Oh. It was just oh, God, about you're right. wow. to happen. Because I moved into my house on March 27th, and that's when everything really was like, boom. We, if we would not have moved that day, I it would have been a long time because they were shutting down everything. Closed everything, everything. up. Shuttered. So taking a look back at pop culture events that it's hard to believe were only three years ago. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira performed the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, I did enjoy that one. Nick Cannon only had three kids. What? That's hard to believe. I know. He has 12 now. Oh, my word. Everyone had just seen Parasite. Oh, that was good. Mr. Peanut died and was reincarnated as Baby Peanut. Oh, for the Super Bowl ad. Stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. Shawn Mendes and Camila (laughs) Cabello were still together. So were Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green. Zane Malik and Gigi Hadid and J-Lo and A-Rod. All J-Lo still and A-Rod. That does seem like a long time oh ago. Oh, my God. Jennifer Lopez in three years had done the Super Bowl and, like, Broke up called with A-Rod. off her wedding and got married three times to Ben Affleck. Yep. How about wow. it? Wow. Now, Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello, who are they with now? I think they're both single, aren't He's they? He's been spotted with somebody. Oh, that's right. That Ooh, older there's woman. rumors. Yeah, just his, recently. Just like this week. therapist. Yeah. Yes, it was his uh, instructor, therapy yeah. instructor. Yeah. That's other, hot. Some other rumors about him as well. We'll see yeah. how that all plays out in the long game. <laughs> but he's into the fellas, Jeff. But I don't think oh, she's really? been tied to anyone, like, exclusively. Maybe she just was No, out. she dated somebody. There, There has been somebody, but I don't remember who it was. She's still on that. 
singing show? What is it? I think Idol so. or Voice or something? I think she's on The Voice or I don't know. Don't yeah. ask me that. Yes, one of those. Or the Got Talent show. I like her. Is she on Got Talent maybe? That might be it. I don't know. Too many she's shows on to one keep of those track judges of. shows that has reality people. <laughs> There's that so many. Can either sing, dance, do magic, or make themselves disappear. Hard to keep up with. Yes. So also three years ago, everybody was watching Tiger King. Oh, oh. what's his name said that like ruined his life? Yeah, Joe Exotic. Yeah. Billie Eilish had just made Grammy history by winning the Big Four, Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. Wow. People were making a big deal about Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt's reunion at the SAG Awards. That was great. And Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announced they were leaving the royal family. Megxit. Remember? Megxit. That was great. That's been three years. I can't believe those two have been married for as long as they have. You didn't think they'd last. Well, no. I just can't believe that this much time has passed, that it's been, what, five years or more since they got married. Oh. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well... Uh, one final thing here. Robert Smith from The Cure is not a fan of Ticketmaster. Uh, a lot of artists aren't. Not many artists are, I no, don't think. And neither is he. In order to fight against scalpers, you may recall the band used a verified fan presale and opted out of platinum and dynamically priced tickets for their sale yesterday. They wanted to make sure their fans could get tickets at a fair price, with some tickets as low as $20. But Ticketmaster ultimately did what Ticketmaster does, mm-hmm. doing what they needed to make sure they made money by tacking on fees. Fans called out Ticketmaster on Twitter about how some spent the same or more in fees as they did on tickets. They charged around $22 extra dollars per ticket, Plus a flat order fee of five fifty. Robert wanted to make sure fans knew he had no hand in that price surge. He called Ticketmaster's pricing a scam in a series of tweets. In his last one, he said, I had a separate conversation about platinum to see if I had misunderstood something, but I hadn't. It is a greedy scam, and all artists have the choice not to participate. If no artist participated, it would cease to exist, end quote. That's true. How can we come up with some sort of idea that is like Ticketmaster that we can make money off of that we won't be? Like, how do we get artists on board to buy tickets through us? You know what I mean? Like, start a new Ticketmaster that's not so fee-heavy. Mm-hmm. A Jeff and Jen master? Something. No. I don't know. There has to be a new way to sell tickets that doesn't include them. How about this? Instead of Ticketmaster, it's Ticket Friend. Yes. Ticketfriend.com. <laughs> ticket Pal. See, yeah, Ticket Pal. It's something that sounds a little more friendly <laughs> yeah. than Master. Ticket Pal. Yeah, the, the <laughs> people power. of the makers of PayPal. Yeah, team up. Could create a, a separate division. A subsidiary, Ticket Pal, because mm-hmm. it would take some money to create sure. a, a platform of that scale. If they can't do it, Ticket Bay. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Babe. <laughs> instead of well, instead of eBay, Ticket Bay. Oh, Ticket right. Bay. I was uh-huh. thinking B A E, like Ticket. You know, like yeah, that Ticket Bay. Too. That would do. But there have been attempts in the past to create <laughs> some know, sort of like alternative. Vivid seats, and but they all just end up being resale sites. Yeah. Just Something a bunch will of take. Crap. Someday. Yeah, StubHub would have been a... Yep, that's another one. Mm. Maybe we needed all of this negative stuff to happen with Ticketmaster for the new one to work because I feel like when all of these other things popped up as trying to work, you ultimately said, I don't know, I don't trust them because I don't ever heard of this before. Better get them at Ticketmaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you need to create a platform that doesn't have the problems that Ticketmaster does. Yeah. Theirs. One thing that I have noticed though, Jen, and because you buy a lot of concert tickets too, is like you can now search with the fees on. Have you seen like on no, the ticket? No, I haven't so, noticed that. That's so, uh, so that's so what happens is this is call. why people get so mad is because it's like the ticket is, oh, it's only twenty four fifty. Oh yeah, we can sit in the rafters. Who cares? It's twenty five bucks. Yeah. But then when you go to the next screen and the next screen and the next screen, it's like sixty seven fifty and you're right. like, What? How did that just happen? So you can now click the thing over that says fees on. So yeah. all of the things you're searching for will include whatever the fees are yeah. that they add in the following screens that's a wake-up call mm-hmm. yeah i got some crazy cleaning fee with 
Verbo that we're paying in May. It's almost oh, as much as worst. a night's stay. Yes, that you will one hundred percent correct, because that's another one that gets you, Jeff. Is because they will have a cleaning fee, and then they will have a maintenance fee, and then they will have a uh, booking fee. Like I'm willing to pay a reasonable yeah. cleaning fee, but it's like eight hundred dollars or something ridiculous. Yes, yeah. Yeah. We've done that before, too, in our homes in Florida, like our homes, places we rented in Florida. Yeah. It has it has made me not rent them because of that very reason. I'm like, what is what's that all for? I'll it's, tell you what else. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's just me, Kristen, and Ingrid. It's just the three of us. We're yeah. not going to trash the place. Right. I'll tell you what else you got to watch is when you're buying something like on Etsy, shipping charges. Like, I have purchased things for like 18, 20 bucks on Etsy, and the shipping charge is $20. They'll do that on, you can set your own shipping price and people will do that. Like like a fixed rate, fixed price? Well, in our, in our Etsy shop, we do what like the post office charges. We don't upcharge it at all. In fact, what we have is less than if we were to take it just to the post office and purchase it. You can actually get it for less through Etsy. Is it the same regardless of how many, whatever they buy? No, it they'll adjust it. It gets adjusted for okay. weight and size of package. But what people can do is you can go in there and you can create your own shipping charge. So if oh. it is only costing, it would only cost you eight bucks to ship it. You can go in and charge twenty four dollars for shipping. Wow! So that's another like sneaky thing that they can do. Yeah, if they charge me twenty four dollars for shipping, yeah, and you know it showed up in my little mailbox via post office yeah <laughs> i'd be pretty miffed yeah and you that's another thing you don't notice till it's like you're at checkout oh yeah and then you'll when see you're shipping. like why am i paying 27 dollars for this four dollar ornament right exactly <laughs> like are you kidding me wow. the man i'll tell you that's how they do it that's how they do it read those reviews man well all right anything else Nope. We'll leave it there. That's your latest D-News. More for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we'll have three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a uh, four-pack of tickets to the Cincinnati Museum Center at Union Terminal. Fake or for real is coming up next. First, let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Alexis is in need of a second date update this morning. She went out with a guy named Jack, and we're going to help her out. Hey, Alexis, how are you? Hi, I'm good, I think. How are you? (laughs) Well, slightly uncertain, hesitant. I'm good. We'll see how this turns out. So I am a bit nervous here. I don't really want to get humiliated on the radio, so... Oh, boy, did you come to the wrong place. I know. (laughs) You sure you want to do this? Hang up now. (laughs) I have to. I need closure. But if I just get humiliated, just take me off the air, please. That's all. That's all I want. We have had people just hang up Yeah. when it got too embarrassing. It's true. We wouldn't Ugh. blame you. But, you know, that's the thing that I love about people who reach out to us for Second Date Update is the fact that they are willing to risk that. They are willing to put themselves out there. Some people are just unapologetic about whatever it is or deny Till you die. Yeah. Well, I'm willing to risk the embarrassment because it's just worth it. This, this, the first date was just so good. Well, we want to hear about the date, but before you get to that, how'd you two meet? I met Jack at the dog park. All right. Hit up some conversation, and then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings a few days later, and it, it was nice. I thought he was a really good guy, respectful, upstanding, and super easy to talk to and be with. We have a lot to talk about. We have dogs. We're both big sports fans. And we're both graduates of the Ohio State University. I knew that was coming. The (laughs) minute she said the, I knew what was going to follow. Yeah. Okay. So I just love the idea of having someone to share our love of sports, you know, football season. We come together. You know, just everything just seemed to align. We have similar family values, church. We're both big dog lovers, like I told you. I've got three dogs. He has two. We joked about living in a house with five dogs, and then he was like, if we got together, we would need a big yard for all our dogs. So I'm thinking, you know, he's projecting the future. This is a good sign. Yeah, that is a good sign. How long were you there? We were there for hours, and then we left. 
He walked me to my car, gentleman. He hugged me. He kissed me on the cheek. He didn't get fresh. He said <laughs> we'd talk later. And th- that's the last I heard from him. He, he ghosted me. And mm. I've just been so bummed. And I, I, don't, I just don't know. Are there any successful marriages out there between OSU fans and, say, Michigan fans? Do those exist? Oh, hi. They're out there. That's intense. (laughs) They're out there. They always have those house divided things, you Mm -hmm. know, where there are Kentucky fans living with Louisville fans. There are Bearcat fans living with Miami grads. I mean, it happens. I guess it's good, though, if you find someone who also went to Ohio State. It just makes everything everything in life easier. Yeah, seamless. But also what really binds us is our love of dogs. What kind of dog do you have? Okay, so one big poodle, standard size. Whoa. Yes, very, very sassy. Uh, don't let the prissiness fool you. Uh, he will he will chase you out the front door. <laughs> that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's Max. So Max is my poodle. And then I have one rescue that I just got. He is a mutt. We love him. Cool. He's everything. Yeah. And nothing at the same time. He's he's a mess, but he's great. And then we have one black lab. Oh, fine. So you got some so bigger got big dogs. dogs. Yeah. 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 And what does Jack mm-hmm. have? Jack said that he has a, <laughs> a corgi. A corgi. Oh, oh cute. Corgi butts are the best butts. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he says he has one corgi and then one English bulldog. <laughs> oh, cute. Now, I have to ask you this. When you were describing your dogs, you said a couple different times that we have we have these dogs. We love them. Yeah, who, who is we? Yes, so we would be me and my family, but I take care of the dogs. So I just decided that I would be the collector of the dogs. So <laughs> these are three family dogs that have been in our family for many years now, and I just keep watch of them. Okay, but you, but you live alone? Yes, I live alone. Okay. You probably meet a lot of people at the dog park, no? Well, I mean, I've not met anyone successful yet. Usually dog people, we can be a little crazy. I get it. He seemed to have a good balance of equal parts crazy about his dogs, but also a regular person with space in his life for mm-hmm. other people. So, sure. Alexis, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to call Jack and see if he shares the same kind of crazy as you between your love of dogs OSU, Buffalo Wild Wings. You like drummies or flats? Flats. I'm a regular gal. <laughs> Traditional gal. Kristen Bonus. loves the flats, and yeah. I like the drummies. That's why we work. Scott and I are the same way. It's not like I prefer the drumstick, but I eat it because I know he doesn't like it. That's called love. That's right. <laughs> and you That's love right. love. That's exactly right. All right, we'll be right back. Hang on. <laughs> Alexis and Jack have a lot going for each other. If they decide to continue on with this relationship, they do have the OSU thing in common. They both love dogs. She likes flats. He likes drummies. Talk it took me a minute days. to figure that out for, for the record. I was like, what the sticks. hell are they talking about? Oh, yeah. Flats and like. <laughs> Never heard him called chicken that. Chicken bones. Yeah. We know Jen Jordan. She doesn't like gnawing off the bones. So I she don't. gets hers boneless. I, yep. Or if I do have the bone, I pick it off the bone with my fingers. I don't bite it off the bone. At least That's you don't use too. a fork. That's a savage thing. But their date ended with a kiss and a hug, a smile. Did he say, you said that he said he would call you, right? Right. He said that he would call me. Yeah, that never happened. So here we are. We're going to call Jack. Alexis is a little nervous because she's afraid she's going to be humiliated that it'll be something. Why? Is there something that in the back of your mind you don't want to bring up to us that you think may have played a role, something embarrassing that you don't want to bring up? No. <laughs> okay. I don't. I, I just want to hear what he says. That's it. I just want to hear what he says. He hasn't responded to any of my texts any of my calls, any of my DMs, and I just don't want to be the crazy person reaching out. So Fair enough. Let's call okay. him up. Hello? Jack. This is Jack. Who's this? It's Jeff and Jen from the dog park. Hi. <laughs> so this is this isn't one of those second date updates, is it? Man, I know. I think we've developed a reputation in the area for placing these calls. Oh, 
So, <laughs> Alexis sounds nice. Uh-huh. Any particular reason you're avoiding her? Like, you got something else going on? I mean, if she really wants to know, um, it was kind of a strange date. How so? Well, we started out well. We're sitting at B-dubs eating wings and drinking beer. And there's this guy sitting at the bar by himself, just sobbing, you know? Like, he's just weeping heavily, sniffling and not all over himself. And, what? You know. Just sitting at the bar crying? Where are you guys sitting? Well, we're at a table. Okay, so you're witnessing this guy basically break down. Yeah, he couldn't get a hold of himself. You know? Sitting by himself at the bar. Yeah, I, I don't know if he was drunk or having some kind of breakdown. I don't know. But obviously was, upset. Yeah, it was quite the display of being upset. I mean, the guy was just wrecked, you know? Okay. And Alexis, she gets up and she goes over to this guy. Oh, God. And I'm like, what the hell is she doing? Like, I don't know how unstable the guy is. I mean, he could be violent or he could lash out. I, I, I don't know what's going on. And she just walks right up to him. She puts, she puts her arm around him, and she gives him a hug. Well, that is nice. <sighs> I guess. I mean, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I was going to have to jump up and, like, help defend her or what. I mean, we don't know what this guy's about. It was just kind of crazy, right? As she's hugging him, he just kind of collapsed in her arms. Aww. Talking to him and rubbing his back and ordering him a water and wiped his tears with a napkin. I mean, it was all real motherly and awkward and weird. And humanity. You know? Let him have his moment. Yes. I, I, I mean, I, I felt like we were one of those TV commercials for like a nonprofit organization, you know, raising money for the downtrodden. <laughs> no lie. She sat with this for like 30 minutes. That's oh. Wow. I mean, I, I went to the bathroom. I ordered another drink. I had some pretzel bites. I mean, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So Should you I didn't come there? over. You just stayed at a table. <laughs> well, I don't even, does she know the guy? I don't know what's going on, right? I was at a loss. So I just sat there. And then 30 minutes, like I said, she put her arm around the guy and she walked into the door and put him in an Uber and then he was gone. And oh, then that was she nice. came back and sat down next to me like nothing happened, didn't bring it up. I mean, it was just weird. The man was suffering. Clearly, he was obviously in a lot of pain, and I was raised to help people who are in pain. I can't believe that you're judging me for that. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it was weird on a date. I just I just wondered, why would you do that? I don't know anybody that would, you know, insert themselves into somebody else's business that they don't know like that. It was just really you weird. You weren't judging me, but you are judging me because you never called me back. Well, you know what? He was in pain. Well, I thought you were being kind of nosy, to be honest with you. And me? You know, we're on a date. You just left me sitting there all alone. You didn't come back and say, hey, you know, I'm going to help this guy. I sat there for like 30 minutes abandoned. He ordered pretzel bites. <laughs> yeah, I got pretzel bites. I mean, uh, sure, but I feel like you could come up and ask me. I feel like you're you one of those people who's always going to, like, get up in everyone else's business. Oh. It just felt really off and odd. She well, was you know helping somebody, that... though. See, this is so funny because hope... I'm watching two people in the room here on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Like, Fritch is over here thinking it's the sweetest, kindest, most As gentle a helper, thing a that's human could do. Am. She can't help it. She's just over there. Heart, 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 heart. Jeff is over here. Mine, 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 mine. We don't know who this guy is. <laughs> we don't know what his it's deal left brain is. Versus right brain. You're right. We don't know. I'm just going to kind of let him. It seems like he's working it out, working I'm, through it. But, you know, I don't want to get up in anybody else's business. Don't you think Kristen would have gotten up and checked on him? I do. I was at Kroger, and the lady in front of me checked out with all of her groceries, and it's crazy, she didn't have any money with her. Oh. And I'm thinking to myself, this is a nice scam. scam. Sure. I'll go check out and forget my money, and the person behind me is supposed to go, oh, I'll take care of it for you. I'm being a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm rolling my eyes going, come on, lady. I got bleep to do today. <gasps> Did you believe her that she didn't forget her money? I don't know. But of course, it does Chris, Chris is behind me and is like, babe, come on. Just just pay for her stuff. How much, How much was, was it? it? It was like 10 bucks. Oh, oh that's right. That'd be different if it come was like. On. You went shopping with no money? I've done it before. <laughs> Listen to me. 
I have changed my, I'm not kidding you. Mm -hmm. I have changed my purse over, don't have any cash. My credit card is in my old wallet. And thank the Lord that I have paid through the Kroger app before because you can go when you're at the self-checkout and you can put in your code. And if your credit card is on the app as like you've done great, you can use it that way. Other than that, we would have been in that same boat. The lady gave me a very nice hug. And I don't know if that was part of the scam or not. Oh, for it the was love of God. God. That's <laughs> a you lot guys, of money. You need a humanities crash course in here for the love of God. I've been working in radio we... for 20 years. I People are, I've done a lot of social science experiments on human behavior. <laughs> Me too, Tim. I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> Some gullible sucker behind you in line. Oh. Come on. Oh, it's interesting, isn't it? Everybody's got their line of what, you know, how much is too much help. To give. Survival of the fittest. Don't go to Kroger if you don't have any bleeping money. Don't, no, don't get behind Tim if you forget your wallet because he will not have you your bag. You want to throw a, you know, a, a magazine in too? You want a Reese's Pieces bag while we're here? What else? It you was need, $10. You need some Carmex? What else here, is in there? Buy, let me buy you a Listen, $100 gift card. The next time Karma comes a knocking at your door, it's because you did that nice thing. We can watch your groceries while you run home and get your money. There you go. See, I'm helping. Yeah. $10. <laughs> that looks about right. All right. So no chance of a second date here, guys? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. He's like, not after all that. Oh, Alexis, well. do you feel yeah, better I'm about this? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Alexis. All I'm saying, Jack, is that I hope that you're never in a situation where you need a hug. I think you're okay, a good person, and hope, Alexis. And, and I hope remember you're never in a situation where you go to help someone like that and they mug you. Well, luckily that didn't happen this and, time. And don't leave your dates just sitting there for 30 minutes without letting them and know what's going on. And also, you can get up and come talk to me. You, you're acting like somebody strapped you yeah, to the I, booth. I, I'm, I don't I'm know confused. who that is. That you're, you know, No date. Let's just get off this phone call, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> but I get, I get his point. He's like, all right, I'm just going to let her do her thing, see how this pans out. But if I go over there... We're going to end up there the rest of the night. Yeah, but be mad enough to tell me that it's an issue for you, that my kindness is an issue. Don't just lead me on and then say, I'm going to call you later, and then not. Like, come on. I don't know if kindness was the issue, but okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. No second date. But, Alexis, it could have been worse. It wasn't anything humiliating or embarrassing. You basically True. got ghosted for being a nice person. Which is almost worse. <laughs> Did you pay for his tab? Absolutely not. Well, that's good. We went half and half. <laughs> no, I didn't mean Jax. I meant the guy. Oh, he just had water in his own tears. Oh, God. Okay. Well, best of luck to you both, and thanks for coming on Second Date Update. Thanks. All right. So if you need a little help with the Second Date Update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up next, Secret Sound worth $10,000 and a brand new clue. <laughs> Okay, six after eight, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I gave it a very warm, very Very warm, warm, very warm. We have an update on the Secret Sound guests at 740. We're giving it a very warm. But please take a second look at that clue. Four, see the sunrise. One, sees the sunset. One, sees the sunset. What is four plus one? Well, I'm not sure if, who were we talking to? Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if she just forgot or... That's what I would bet. She skipped over it, baby. Because she, yeah. she said the clue was very helpful okay. and she didn't... Yeah, I think I think it was a... She misspoke or yeah. left it out. Keep that in mind for 940. Yes. In the meantime, there's earth-shattering news in the dog world. For the first time in three decades, the Labrador Retriever is not America's number one dog. This was a shocker. Is it some some sort of doodle? Is it some sort of doodle? Because people are making bad decisions about that. Think about about what... What little kinds of dogs people are are grabbing in to- in pet stores and running out of Chihuahuas. with, or you're seeing signs on the road for these kinds of puppies? Chihuahuas. No, no. you well, guys are not thinking. What's how many people dog? in our lives have gotten this dog in the last Who, five what, years? What kind of uh, dog does Kay have? Oh, a bull, a French bulldog. French bulldog. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, was that yeah. Lady Gaga's breed too? Yeah. The ones that got dog so. napped. Yeah. It sure was. Yeah, that's be they've been all the rage for a while now. The American Kennel Club released its list of the most popular dog breeds in the US in 2022 based on registration statistics 
And the French Bulldog is number one for the first time dethroning the Labrador Retriever, which wow. had been number one for 31 straight years. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before that, it was the Cocker Spaniel. And then the animals even think they're on the list anymore. Nope. <laughs> Not in the top ten. Nope. That's what I have. I have a adorable, Never. sweet, very energetic Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> and before that, it was Spuds McKenzie. Oh, wow. Yes. I feel like I when we got Steve, no one had beagles. I didn't see beagles anywhere. And I would say in the last year or two, I've I've seen more of them. Maybe I've just moved. Maybe Clifton is high beagle zone. Well, I think <laughs> I it's know. when, like, you know when you have your, you buy a new car and no one that you know yep. owns that you a see RAV4. Everywhere. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, these RAV4s are everywhere. So maybe that's the same with dog maybe. breeds. I yeah. grew up with beagles and Labradors. So those were the those were the two that I knew best. Well, the beagle is at number eight. Okay, uh, but yeah, it, went, it goes French bulldog at number one, number two Labrador retriever, number three golden retriever, number four German shepherd, uh, number five the poodle, number six bulldogs, number seven Rottweilers, followed by beagles, dachshunds, and German <laughs> short haired pointers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dog pop, dog breed popularity can fluctuate wildly over time. 25 years ago, French Bulldogs, they weren't even in the top 75. Oh, wow. Well, it's, I think a lot of the pop, I think there was a French Bulldog that didn't, a French Bulldog win the, the big dog show. The Purina oh. Dog Show. Yeah, they, or, yeah, right? That's what they call it. Uh, is that what they call it the now Purina. on Thanksgiving Day, that one? I think it is yeah. sponsored by them. I, yeah, but I think I think a French Bulldog won it, won it overall. I love watching that dog show because yeah. I dream of all of the dogs I will own one day. And I want and one, of that, one of that, one of that, one of that, one of that, right? Well, there is an alternate universe where I... I own a border collie. Is that would that be your dog of choice? It would. I they're fell very in love smart with, dogs. They are, and they're so lovable and sweet. At least in my experiences. Uh-huh. So my regular yearly gig when I worked at a radio station in Florida was I did the Purina Dog Challenge in St. Pete every year, and it was always the border collies that I just seemed to gravitate toward yeah. and connect with the most. And one of them just like jumped right up on the table and just rolled over <laughs> on its back and said. Pet me. Will you pet rub my me. belly? I know Good you're Jeff. a complete stranger, but <laughs> my friend had one for years, and we would we, we would go to parties at her house, and the dog would try to like hurt us. Yeah, they do. Like I love that about. Them. It wasn't like she would bite <laughs> us, but she, Maggie was her name, and she would come up and she would kind of like nip go at this our way, feet. Go this way to yeah. get you like in a heart, like to get you all to come together. Right, uh, and oh, it made so the funny. dog a nervous wreck if we were spread out over the house. Exactly oh. right. They're so smart. They're herder dogs. They need big open spaces. They got mm. a lot of energy, but they need jobs. Yes, they do. They need things to do. Right. That's how my parents' dogs. So my nephew Jacob has a blue healer dog mm-hmm. and the same thing like it's same as maverick it it loves to play it loves to eat it literally will walk out and get the paper and bring it back it has to have a job i also Aww. think border collars are just beautiful they are so pretty They're pretty yeah require a lot of brushing so there's an alternate universe out there somewhere where i own one there you go but that's a 12 to 15 year commitment they say they can actually live as long as 17 years Wow. If they're lucky, if they're super healthy. Yeah. Worth it. But if you're going to get one, though, you want to make sure that, you know, you're not living in a freaking One bedroom apartment. Yeah. Oh, no. They need, like, They need a yard. Right. They need space. The bigger, the better, buddy. Yeah. They need exercise. Uh, What else do we have here? People used to make a big deal out of secret family recipes, but now they're tripping over themselves to reveal anything they can on TikTok. (laughs) In a new poll, 46% of people say they have at least one secret family recipe, with 10% saying it's actually their parents' recipe, and 16% saying it dates back to their grandparents' generation, 10% saying it's even older than that. But that doesn't necessarily mean there's a culinary savant in their family tree, (laughs) because when asked how likely it was that at least one of the family's secret, so-called secret recipes originated in a cookbook or a magazine, 11% of people admitted that it's very likely it came from a cookbook or a magazine. But, you know, two people cook the same recipe and it can taste completely different. 
Yeah. That's you the know? truth. And, it, mm-hmm. and everybody puts their own little spin. spin like my grandmother, what like my mom tried to watch my dad's mom cook because she was amazing. But she was one of those people that never measured anything. Yep. Right. So trying to figure out how much of each ingredient she was putting in all of these incredible things that she was making was darn near impossible. Right. She just grabbed yeah. Three well, shakes you know, of exact, salt. A, a handful <laughs> of this, you know, a third of a handful I'll, of this. I'll post a photo of something I make on my Instagram page and people will be like, what's the recipe? And I'm like, I don't know. A glob of that, a squirt of that. A, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's called leftover I'm using food. up crap in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. But I also think, too, when it comes to, like, recipes, I feel like I often will eat someone else's recipe and be like, you know what would make this taste really good? Mm. Is if they added just a little bit of lime or maple syrup or something like that. Just needs a hint of cumin. Or something. Like it needs a little spice because it's so good, but it needs a kick. Now, Kristen's kids get frustrated with her because they love the dishes that she makes, but she doesn't have anything written down either. She doesn't Mm. really follow recipes. Like, she might eyeball it, but she pretty much does it herself. She doesn't measure anything. Yeah. So it's the same story. So, when you know, the kids are like, you got to leave something for us. Yeah. When that day comes. My dad has an entire, like, manila folder full of stuff that he has made what that are like newspaper clippings and handwritten recipes that he keeps in his kitchen that I know one day will just be You'll sent know. on down the road. Yeah. Now when it comes to baking, that's that requires measuring. That's, that's science. A precise yeah. science. Oh yeah. That's why I'm not good at it. Right. My mm-hmm. grandma only had one secret ingredient in a couple different things that she would make. Olives. Uh, Nope. Oh. Pickle juice. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Pickle juice. That's yeah. an interesting. Because they need some acid. It went in a whole bunch of stuff. But Salt. Specifically, yeah. baked beans was in, it was in her baked beans. Oh. Who mm. knew? And without it, it's missing something. Tastes mm. different. We mostly tell kids to listen and do what they're told, but not always. 2,000 parents were asked to name the top decisions their kids get to participate in, to weigh in on. And here are the 10 most common decisions kids are allowed to weigh in on. How to decorate their own room. That seems fair. This is your own little space. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Decorate it how you like. Just don't tear apart the walls. I let my kid decorate her room, and it is a total bleep show. Like, sometimes it gives me a little bit of anxiety even going in there. Yeah. But she has a post-note problem. I'm going to say it's a problem. She likes post-it notes. She loves post-its. Loves putting, like, if, like, when she Writes first, a thought down and sticks it up or, on the wall. Or a letter. She'll write, like, W and stick it on the wall for wall. Oh. Or I'm not kidding you. And, and they she are likes the label thing. She's organizing she everything. Yeah. Yes. And she even put emojis, like, she like emojis on the front. Like, she drew a happy face, a sad face, and a mad face. And it's on the door of her room. And to go into the room, you have to t- touch which one you're feeling. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Not kidding, dude. She <laughs> That's is. great. She's quite something. <laughs> She'll be here tomorrow. You guys can ask her oh, about it. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> uh, what to have for dinner. Kids get to weigh in on that. That's an easy one. What mm-hmm. to watch on TV. That's easy, too. What, Let them pick the movie. Games or board games to play. Mm-hmm. What book to read before bed. Mm-hmm. Sure. What movie to go see. Which toppings to get on a pizza. Yeah. I mean, you would get mostly just one topping, I think, if Jeez. you always let kids pick. <laughs> Correct. Going then. back to the what to watch on TV, though, my mother edited a lot of those decisions. Well, yeah, because you wanted to watch all the inappropriate shows. Yes. That were too mature for your Like Marianne on Gilligan's state. Island. Right. We're not watching that trash. <laughs> <laughs> that filth. Uh, the junk food you buy at the grocery store. Yeah, no, weren't allowed. Not... On my house. Yeah. Choosing a restaurant. That's another fun thing that we do at our house. We put up, everyone gets to pick out two restaurant suggestions and they all go into the hat. And then whoever is last standing is the restaurant we go to. Oh, there that's you a go. good way yeah, to that's do good. it. That's fun. What to listen to in the car. Oh, God, I don't have a choice. Q102, baby. Yes. Let me tell you, it's Q102 until the static hits. Until we drive far enough away that we lose it. Yeah. And then Jen lies and says, there's no way else to hear (laughs) it. There's no, that's it. (laughs)
<laughs> Even though there's an app. Don't tell him. Listen anywhere. Don't tell him. I listened Don't to tell him. Alicia Keys' Girl on Fire. 15 times on repeat yesterday. I have no idea. It I was happens. like, why do you even know this song? She was like, we played it in gym. Yeah. And she, I said, what do you want to hear next? That was it. Oh, God, I'm no sorry. No other yeah. option. Yeah. Really? Girl on fire. I'll tell you, it was letting Jacob make decisions was such a huge part of the actual therapy that I did at home with mm-hmm. him. Because with the autism, it's very much so... He needs to feel in control of things. And so that's why you see so many behaviors that are so exact. Things have to go exactly this way in this order at this time. And we do the same things over and over and over again. So it was kind of like this backdoor way of getting him to be flexible. So I would ask, I would let him make decisions all the time. Like we're going to Target. Where do you want to park the car? Which way do you want to go there? So every at every turn and every opportunity, I would give him the choice to let him make the decision in the hopes that if he gets all of these choices and decisions and all of this decision-making power, when I really need him to do something that I need him to do, he'll be more flexible. Well, yeah. letting Does kids, that prove true? It does. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it good. works. But letting kids make choices is important, period. I mean, that, that's yeah. how you become a functioning, aware adult that is capable of making decisions is because your your parents have allowed you to make them along the way. So the interesting can, thing about the Target parking lot, though, is that those aren't arbitrary decisions. Like, He's they're very carefully thought out Absolutely and it's on a his source part. of comfort for him, Correct. which I totally relate to. Correct. You bring up certain so, idiosyncrasies and stuff that Jacob has that I immediately connect to. You connect to. Yeah. Because I would constantly be looking for opportunities to give him a decision to make. Like how many parents really think about which way you're going to drive somewhere, you know, whether you take the right here or you go up another block before you take the right, you know, it's like, (laughs) right. But to, you know, I just constantly looking for different ways for him to choose. So later on, yeah. yeah, So then later on I could, I could get something the way I wanted it. Well, you know, (laughs) if you really need a break from us, you could always tell them, just, just tell them the transmitters down. (laughs) Because it kind of is like it's... Oh, he would check. He it, would check. It sort of is. I oh, think no. we're actually on our backup anyway, aren't we? Are doing uh, some work on the transmitter right now. We're so. on the regular one now, but we'll be on the backup one later. <laughs> oh, oh, stop boy. it. Oh, stop it. Oh, the God. boss oh, is not going to think that's funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell me when. You just tell us. We'll coordinate with the DJ when to cue that sound. Well, remember when he used to text me? He would oh, be yeah. like, the website is not working, Fritch. Oh. Because here's mm-hmm. what would happen. He would say to mom, mom, Q102's website's not working. And she would be like, tell Fritch. She'll tell him <laughs> to fix it. And I would. Uh, well, because what he does is he goes to the part on our website where it's showing the playlist, what song is playing right now. And he scrolls through the whole day to see all of the different songs that have played all day to see if any of the songs that we deem dumb have been playing today. <laughs> so how long does that take him? Let me know if there are any dumb songs yeah, that have fun. played today. Well, before Penelope and before Jacob gained so much control over our programming decisions here, <laughs> it used to be Sophia, Grover's daughter. That's true. When Grover worked on this side of the building, he hosted the midday show long before Molly Watson. Mm-hmm. And he was also our assistant program director. So if Sophia woke up early in the morning and I had so much as two seconds of dead air, she would immediately run to her parents' bedroom and inform Grover Grover that Jeff had two seconds of dead air this morning. (laughs) That's the truth. These kids are on it, man. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, right. Okay, here's a new trend. Would you be offended if you were driving to work and someone gave you the finger or a thumbs down? <laughs> if they gave you the thumbs down, I'd be like, oh, what are you sad about? <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know if I would take you, it. You. I'm sad about you. See, the finger is, a, an, an, is an anger, is an emotion. The thumbs down is a straight up commentary that you suck at, at, <laughs> at the skill. Not oh. not not an emotional. It's just telling you are not a good driver. Not yeah. good. No, you that's the truth. Down. Young people are supposedly ditching the bird and giving drivers a thumbs down instead 
because they claim the thumbs down is more effective than flipping the bird. Because you get defensive when you get the bird. You take the others, just maybe some helpful feedback. I've been doing this for forever. <laughs> the someone, thumbs down? Yeah. Yeah, someone talked to a bunch of millennials and Gen Zers about it, and their basic argument is that the thumbs down is not as rude or crass as the finger, but actually more hurtful. Uh, one person described it like this. It's the equivalent of telling someone, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Very disappointed in your driving. Yeah. Because flipping someone off is also aggressive. It is. And it makes that person, like, come after you. Yeah, so when you, you could, do yeah. it, their natural reaction is to get defensive, think you're the jerk, and flip you right back off. Yeah. And that's how most road rage starts, is with a little bit of bird action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, unless you're prepared to get into a physical fist fight, you might want to put the finger away. A thumbs down, however, keeps the focus on them. It's a crystal clear statement that they did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Another person compared it to pushing someone's personal dislike button. Boo. And according to a body language expert, that actually might have a lot to do with why it's trending. Thumbs down has become the universal sign of disapproval on sites like Reddit and YouTube. So we have a much stronger reaction to it than we used to. People have been posting their stories online, and it does seem to leave an impression. One TikToker said she got a thumbs down while back for driving too slow. Mm. And she still thinks about it all the time. Mm-hmm. One time my aunt was driving horribly, and some woman held up a rosary cross on her. <laughs> she was like, bam! I like that. Wow! She, I like it. It. she gave her a cross. We were in a shopping parking lot, and she, like, cut her off, and she held up the bam! <laughs> I'm going to get one just for the car. I love it. Don't you have a couple of extra that your mom gave you, Tim, for your place? Possibly. Didn't she give you a few? I could maybe Didn't bring you get a present. You need one of those real big <laughs> yes. ones, like the Pope wears. Yeah, I have three. Like oh, <laughs> one with God. printed uh, printed verbiage on it. Oh no! If you want that one, <laughs> bring it in. Coming up, your shot at one thousand dollars. The one K letter of the day is coming up next. But first, let's check the roads. Here's Denise now with your latest traffic. <laughs> Amanda. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm great. Good. Well, we got three headlines here for you. If you can pick the real one, you're going to go to the museum center. Okay? Cool. All right. So is the real one A, woman impersonates cops so she could frisk attractive men at bars. That's a good idea. I wish I would have thought of that. Is it B, guy steals cop car and takes it to drive through liquor store? Or C, a man was arrested for impersonating a cop while directing traffic? I'm going to go with B. No, it's not B. Oh, no, Amanda. It's C. Why would anyone want to direct uh-huh. traffic just for fun? I don't know. It sounds like something you would do. Honestly, I know. Tim. I was kind of thinking the same thing. <laughs> what? Well, I think about your fascination with, you know, school public buses. transit. Well, yeah, that's inside of uh, something with doors. <laughs> you pull your school bus over and out you there get with- out. You start doing the crosswalk and directing traffic. Oh, God, no. Come on, kids. That means you got to work with people who actually drive cars. <laughs> No, Jen, that was actually me when I was a kid. (laughs) Was it? We had Mr. Silvio, who was a Concord, Massachusetts police officer who directed traffic in front of our school. Uh And uh, he would give us shell casings, like bullet shell casings. Oh, my gosh. As as little souvenirs. It was the coolest thing ever. I had like a whole collection of them. And in honor of Mr. Silvio, or I guess we should call him Officer Silvio, we called him Mr. Silvio, Uh I would go on into my neighborhood, my little development, and I would stand there and I <laughs> look the intersection. And how old were and you? And take it upon myself to just direct traffic. That's and hilarious. And pass out bullets. <laughs> oh, my God. No. That's so funny. How old Not were the you? bullets, just the shell casings. That's so funny. Spent shell casings. I mean, I, you know, I was, well, I was old enough to go to school, so I was probably, you know, five, six, seven. Oh, my God. Oh, that's yeah. little. Oh, yeah. Well, and no uh, one ever stopped uh, me. Oh, God, that's this so funny. the road. Yeah. <laughs> and the teenagers in the neighborhood, I'd be standing there like this, and they wouldn't stop. They would keep going. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would take you. down their license plate Would you number. write it down? Yes, I would. And that's I would tell hilarious. Mr. Silvio the next day at school. Hey, oh. uh, Uncle Joe works at Mount Notre Dame, and for one of his chores, he sometimes has to do traffic duty when the parents are, you know, coming to pick up kids and the students who drive have to leave and they're in Reading, and he's like, 
I've done a lot of risky stuff in my life, and that is one of the most dangerous things I have ever done because That's people so aren't fun. paying attention when they they're don't. driving. Well, in my teeny tiny little town, I was in fourth grade, and that was a big job. They would choose like two students to be crosswalk. You get people. the little sash, yellow. People. It was yeah. yeah, I had a little yellow sash, and I did it. And I think the entire year that I did it, never there was one kid that crossed the street. That was it. One kid. I had one to make sure. Kid in one two, kid in two years. Well, it was the same kid every day, but he was the <laughs> only one that crossed that street, and we never saw one car. Oh, that's funny. Aww. I mean, that was that was no different, really, than yeah. my neighborhood yeah. because that intersection that I would stand in direct traffic, it had a stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I would still, I would stop them. I would look both ways. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Come on. So shout out to all of our crossing guards this morning and yeah. the construction dudes For with the sure. slow stop signs. Oh, yeah. Now, with respect to the story, you've probably seen police cop shows where the cop gets fired, but he secretly returns to work because he just can't let go of that last case. That's right. Well, this is an interesting spin on that. A man in Georgia was arrested for impersonating an officer recently, and it turned out that he used to be a real cop, but was let go several weeks before. The thing is, when he was caught, he was in uniform, just casually directing traffic. (laughs) Some officers were in the area, and they noticed that he wasn't wearing a patch. So they asked him who he was, and he said he was an officer for the Talbottom Police Department. So they called to confirm, and that's when the officials in Talbottom said, he doesn't work for us anymore. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. Still, it is unclear why the guy was directing traffic. Huh. He was bored. That sounds like something you just do if you're bored. Yeah, after lunch, he was going to do some desk work and then answer a complaint about a neighbor (laughs) with a barking dog. (laughs) I'm going to do a couple of runs today. Yeah, good thing they caught him. Wow. And what, I mean, aside from the patch, their suspicions were raised high enough that they felt the need to call the Talbottom Police Department and check him out. Yeah. It is 18 after 7 with Jeff and Jen coming up. Uh, Classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Hey, Anita. Hi. Hi. Um, you want to grab me a <laughs> so sausage biscuit with egg? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. That's exactly what I got, actually. You get a hash oh, nice. brown with that. You get oh, an ice yeah. cold Diet Coke, or are we going with orange juice? No, we went with coffee. Oh, Man, coffee. You know what okay. I haven't had for a long day? <laughs> a McGriddle. Oh, McGriddles are good, too. Yeah. Love those McGriddles. Remember the orange juices when we were kids? With the foil top that you would oh, peel yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Remember those? You would Never try to like put shake. your straw through yeah. there and it would always bust. Yeah, oh, it's always a mess. Uh, yeah, we're messing with Anita this morning because she's calling us from the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> I'm, I'm parked. Are you parked? Oh, you're well, you already got yes, your food? I'm parked. Oh. When I picked right. up the yes, phone, I said, it sounds really loud where you are. Like, what's going on? She goes, I'm in the McDonald's <laughs> drive-thru waiting on my change. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Well, you know, if you win a thousand bucks, you can hit that McDonald's drive-through quite a few times. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, okay. It's been a while since I had a quarter pounder with cheese value Bre- meal, but I don't know. for a year from Jeff and Jeff. A little early yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't start serving breakfast till. Oh, I was out Sunday. This had to have been around. Um, oh yeah, I was in the car last Sunday, and it was like ten thirty. And the McDonald's in Kenwood had like a traffic jam. They were so busy. Oh, wow. Because it must have been like switch right over. before breakfast ended. Oh, the switch over. And yeah. everybody was trying to get in before wow. the lunch rush. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't really redone that one. Because it always feels like there's a lot of people in line. True story. Yeah. That's a busy area anyway. It is. It is. So today, Anita, you got the letter N, as in nuggets. Cool. Nuggets. Okay. Yep. And we'll put 30 seconds on the clock. Of course, I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. But remember, the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. Do you like basketball? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. (laughs) We got a theme, Anita. We got a theme. (laughs) Okay. So here we go, because March Madness kicks off today. Here is our theme. Pass quickly, Anita, if you don't have an answer. All right. Here we go. What letter did we give her? N, N. N, Nuggets. Nuggets. All right. With the letter N, Anita. 
Name a great place to watch March Madness. Pass. A basketball term. <laughs> NCAA. A team. Next. University. NKU. A yeah. college town. Nebraska. A drink. Uh, pass. An appetizer. Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. Nuts. Wow, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's a right Anita. It just wasn't your day. You said yeah. basketball team. I immediately go to Nuggets. Nuggets. She said Nixco, which is a K-N-I-C-K, right? I know it's not a college team, but the Knicks are, but it's that's like with a K. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. The Nickelodeons. Okay. The Nickelodeons. <laughs> I don't know. Darn it anyway. Well, we do it every day around the same time, so you can always call us back. Yep, that's true. All right, great. Okay. Right, enjoy I'll call that sausage get biscuit. Your order. I know it. Please <laughs> Thank do. you, Anita. Thanks, Anita. All you right, have a great thanks. day, hon. All right. Take you it too. easy. Bye-bye. I'm loving it. 834 now. Sun and cloud mixed today. Warmer. High of 60 today. Showers moving in after 7 o'clock. And it is 34 at Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.